see what we can do. on South High. I'll be your host, Jared Blinsky. Sitting here with Mr. Jason Banks. You're welcome. Bobby Dodds. Kenny Mock. He's absent. Who, who, we, 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 we have Mr. Mike Paramore. I was going to do a Kenny Mock. Oh, yeah. Second. I'm yeah. <laughs> I fucked up. <clears throat> let's let's try this shit Kenny again Mock's here. Kenny throat too grown. I can't here we go. Here we go. I can't this is the Comedians on South High. I'm your host, Jared Blinsky, sitting here with Jason Banks. He don't want to do that anymore. Kenny Mock. <laughs> he ain't feeling that voice. Uh, now no, now I laid right in the paraboard there. Kenny Mock. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, wasn't bad. Yeah, that, that wasn't bad. Bad. <laughs> that wasn't and bad, Mr. Bro. Bobby Dodds. Man, that's so sad. How much for sitting at the table here? Kenny couldn't make it, but you came through there, Jason. You, you Who'd you bring with you? Uh, yo, I, actually, Paramore hit me up because he was uh he's going through town, man. He's he's a he's a Cleveland comedian, but he's heading to Indy, if I believe, to do uh, Helium. So go check him out. And he, even though this podcast will probably drop after he was at Helium, <laughs> so let's just you say, right yeah, you missed a fire show. <laughs> Paramore right killed it at Helium. <laughs> but look him up. Is it MikeParamore.com? Is that the website? Yeah, MikeParamore.com. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know what? I actually saw you post one time that you was looking for a, a logo, and I seen what you came up with. But I was gonna hit you up and be like, "Bro, you should just do like Paramore pictures, like Paramount Paramount pictures, right? They got they got that certain logo, mm. right?" And I was like, "You might be able to do that." But then right before I did that, I had uh, the the WB logo with JB in it, and I had some lawyers tell me like, "You yeah, no, I was just gonna say you trying to get me arrested. Yeah. You're, not allowed, you're not allowed to do that at all." But, they, but you can do that. So for my. <clears throat> Cause how many how many comedians do you sell see that sell like a Coca Cola shirt and instead of saying Coca Cola it says something else but it looks just like the Coca Cola and they get away with it is just because the two I thought of were uh, production companies and they were like that's they'll think that WB is behind you and everything you. Then if you so. want to get something produced, they're gonna be like this. You know, Mr. Banks, we wanted to sign you on <laughs> until we logo. saw you ripped off our logo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I mean, I've been in a couple of situations like that with me and some other comedians, and um, it, it, if it's too similar. You going you might not get in trouble, but you're gonna always have to be dealing with that and them questions and and emails like, hey, did you know that? Yeah, like I, I had one. What do you ask me? Um, because I guess there's another uh, entertainer. No, no, it's a band, Paramore. Yeah, it's a band called Paramore, right? So I was just gonna I was just gonna do that, just Paramore, because my name means love. And uh, in French, so that, that that is perfect for you. I don't know. So, how to start that. So, <laughs> I think he, I think he yeah, called France yeah. and was like, "Is there any way you could change what this means?" So I was just gonna get a bunch of merch with Paramore on it. And when I tell you, they hit me up ASAP. Like, um, no, nigga. <laughs> I, I, but I don't think that's that bad. I don't think they can tell you that. It's my name, man. That's like Jennifer Lopez saying something. Hey, I don't want you to use Jennifer no more. I'm Who, Jennifer. Whoever. Trademarks it first. That's their name. It's like if you if you writing a bomb ass joke, but I tell it on TV first. That's that's <laughs> my joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
No, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pull up my, my YouTube videos and go off and be like, look, guys, look this it. was in August of 2015. Right Paramore's here. Netflix special didn't come out until 2022. <laughs> this is my joke. Nah, absolutely. This is a cool little setup y'all got here, man. This is I didn't expect this to be so professional. I'm going to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, you probably thought he was coming to a bedroom. He was going to be in there. I've been in bedrooms. Because he didn't know. <laughs> y'all got the fans out, please. Listen, because when, <laughs> when Jason was telling me about it, he just gave me an address. He didn't say a place. Like, normally, if it's legit, you like, come to the Ox Studio. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, hey, meet me behind the building of a, a 511 South. I'm like, nigga, I ain't. Yeah. That can't be good. parking, dogs and shit. I feel like I was going to be speaking into his iPhone. Like, yeah. Taking turns, passing it around. He pulled it here. I pulled around on my bike ride around him. He's like, man, I don't know where Banks sent me, dude. He's like, this doesn't look right at all. Because he, like, he told me, it's like, my man Jared on the show, he, he owned the building or something like that. I pull up, and then he introduced me to Jared. And I'm like, see? See what I'm saying? I don't know. I feel like we're going to have to run out. Because <laughs> A, Jared owns this building, but not this Jared. <laughs> Because what y'all don't get on podcasts, man, is how people look, man. Like, <laughs> people, if you can see people's faces first, you know, uh, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know. Do they see, they see, it's cameras in here, so they can't see y'all, right? Like, yeah, right there. Look at the side. Uh, That's what's going out, man. Other, we're going out right now never, on YouTube. We've never put, it, put anything out on YouTube. Yeah, this, this is the first one we're doing it right now. We're doing that we're recording. This so is the before. first one. Okay, so Bobby clearly looks like a child started, didn't make it long term. <laughs> 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 I look like a child that you <laughs> You you Jared looks like you frequent swingers clubs by yourself. <laughs> he can't even go in the back, he just gotta walk in like I swear my wife's in there. Which one? Uh, I don't know. That one over there. She's in. busy. And and like Jason looks like the the most handsome chick of all time. <laughs> you look like a handsome ass girl. <laughs> like if the bearded lady was sexy. Like, oh, bro. <laughs> that's, 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 so I feel like I feel like I'll, you missed those on part because you don't know. Yeah. You just hear voices and and you know Everybody ugly dudes be sounding time. sexy. Yeah. Everybody's out there having a good time. Like, <laughs> like I bet you you can't tell that. Kenny Mock's shirts are always tucked in by his voice. You know what I mean? You can't. T-shirts and all. Right. <laughs> wow. Exactly. But that's it. You ever, see, you ever see the radio personality that you've been listening to for years? Then when you see him, you're like, nah, yeah, nah. Right. That's not what I had in my head at all. Exactly. That's how it was with here. Uh, Dave and Jimmy, which is just like a WNCI. My sister used to listen to that. So I'd hear the voices. And then when I finally Googled them, I was like, I did not think they looked like that at all. <laughs> but people know Jared now. So Jared goes on the road and he helped me sell my merch. So people go up and Jared be like, hey, you want a T-shirt? It's uh, $25. And they be like, that's somebody was like, Blinsky? <laughs> and, and here's a case I was confused, Jared. though. This one guy came up to me. He was like, Blinsky? I was like. You thought he knew you for real. I right? thought he knew me from somewhere else. You know what I mean? I was like, I was like, yeah. How you know me? He was like, comedians on South High. And I was like, oh, shit. Because Jared, Jared has a friend everywhere we go. We went down there. He had a friend pull yeah, up in a Tesla. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh, so you bring the whole crew out when you go, huh? Hey, you know what? Things got crazy. He needs man. it. Uh, basically, Stroop hit me up and was like, hey, man, I got this guy with United Talent Agency. Uh, it's actually like Ali Sadiq's agent, Taylor Thompson's agent. He was like, he's interested if you want to set up a meeting. So I set up a meeting with him. And uh, yeah, man, he was like, normally, he goes, I didn't really have room for people right now. He goes, but just the fact that you've been doing stand up and then you got the following, 
he goes, I think we can make it work. So, bro, I see, I signed with him on Friday. On Saturday, I was booked for the year. That's funny. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's insane. To, and he still hit me up like, hey, man. I even said, hey, I got enough for the year. He'll still hit me up. Hey, listen, though. I know you're in Hartford. You want to do laughs in Boston on that Sunday? You would have to drive down an hour and a half. And he just hit me up again like, hey, man, we're going to add Sunday shows to all the Funny Bun shows and improv book through Stroop. So now I got to go back and change flights that I done bought. So I know you got Albany. I got to change that to, to fly out on Monday. Hilarious. And, you yeah. take, and y'all go with him? And feed, well, I haven't up? yet because I've been working and getting this house together and shit. We're picking Bobby up there and this this would next weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yep, right coming up here. Yep, next weekend. So, but you take Kenny with you. Mm-hmm. And then I got the, and then I got the uh, which is I got the, the the chance to actually go to the Funny Bone and knock somebody off the show, which I didn't want to do, right? <laughs> but they had us booked as two man shows through all of uh, the Funny Bones, so I went in and so I didn't even ask them. I was like, all right, they doing two man shows, so I just bring Bobby to start hosting these shows. And then uh, so this dude just hit me up, a local comedian. He's like, hey, man, I'm hosting your show in uh, Columbus. I hope you don't mind. I was like, damn, bro, I hate to do this to you, but I got to go to the Funny Bone tonight and switch this around, bro. I didn't, I didn't know they were going to do that. So I walked that in hilarious. and told him. He was like, yeah, that's no problem. We'll call him. It was his first one, too. He just got booked to host his first Funny Bone hey, show. You're Hollywood out here, man. That's super dope, man. It's good to see dude shine who's really funny. I thought you was going to change, though. I was like, I'm going to hit. Jason Boy, up. he been an asshole from jump. I think you always, always got that part of it. I'm, <laughs> I'm hit Jason up. See if I can be on the podcast. He probably gonna make me touch his dick or something to get on there because he because he Hollywood now. But I ain't also gonna... don't now, tell nobody you touch my dick. For <laughs> now, now this <laughs> nigga grabbed it before I even said anything. Stay... <laughs> I don't know how you guys accept payment, but <laughs> Jason went on. <laughs> Jason traveled with me for a month, so things happened. I don't want to talk about, but he, we was together for thirty days straight. That's okay. pretty. That's that's pretty good picture there, man. That was five shows selling out, selling, selling out, out, bro, hey, selling man. out. That's what's up. And man. that Arizona crowd had his back. And we got done, the manager came to him, and, and he said just the best words. He said, Jason, comedians have a lot of fans. You've got fanatics. Both clubs <laughs> said, he said last he said last time it was this crazy was Joe Coy like two years ago. And then Tampa Improv was like, yo, we ain't seen nothing like this since DC Young Fly was here. Bro, I told you because, listen. bro, they get excited. Like, to the point like this, we were in Tampa, right? And you ever done you ever done Tampa Improv? Yeah. I hate it, bro. Cause you got to go up those steps <laughs> yeah. in the elevator. And Kenny get on my nerve because you know he's late to everything. Of course, they called his name when he's upstairs. And we watched him go hit the elevator button. I was never happy in my life. <laughs> he, hit that, he hit that elevator button, bro, and it didn't even open. It just stayed shut. I said, I'm so happy, late ass nigga. He, he didn't know what to do. If I was him, I looked over the thing. Hey, I'm coming down. Just been stupid with it. He just stood there nervous as hell, bro. And then the host just kept dancing Ding. on stage, bro. He didn't know what to do. It was a very weird situation. That's what's up. But I looked, I looked over from the balcony, bro, and they just started yelling shit. Like, to the point, I even know why the one guy said this. He goes, well, I know now, but he goes, I look over and he looks up. He goes, ah! Oh. He was like, hang the phone up, Bill! And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> then, then I was like, oh shit, that was a video I did where like I was talking to this guy and the dad came in, so I was yelling from the hang up. Like, they all have their favorite videos and they'll, re- they'll recite it word for word. This one shit came crazy. up, gave me everything. Like she was like, "Hey, where are you supposed to be at? I was supposed to be at school. I thought I told you don't go." To-. Like she was doing word for oh, word, bro. It but shocked me bro, still. I told you they was crazy when they was jumping down people's throats on TikTok on your behalf. Yeah, yeah. Them motherfuckers was coming for you. And they just, you told me some shit that they just crushed some lady's whole little account because yeah. she didn't tag you and some shit. Yeah. I, I, well, it's not I, she tagged me. Say she she took my thing and just did it word for word. Yeah, yeah, and didn't so, tag you, right? And it, and it blew up. And it and then, and then she had the nerve. To, she had the nerve to try to tell my followers like, 
Well, we did it in like mine's a daughter, so it sounds more right because it was like the daughter was t- playing with Barbies. I was like, no, I got the gay child playing with Barbies. That's what makes it funny, bro. He's a he's a cheerleader. He's in Girl Scouts, right? Like that's hilarious to me. That's uh, so crazy how her. life could just change in like thirty days, bro. Bro, <laughs> that's I know. So nuts. And then man. I got hit up by where we was at. I got hit up by the Looney Bins, and they were like, hey man, uh. We want to bring you back through. And I already knew the situation from what we were in from yeah. they're going to be bring back through, made me feature, 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 then do this triple feature. And I was just like, uh, I just gave him Joe's, I'm with Eschenbaugh, so I just gave him his email. And then when I talked to him, he's like, nah. He said, sure. they, things ain't going to pay. So <laughs> I'm just not back, which I don't mind. I don't want to say that because you know our situation. I don't want to call out clubs, but you know when we went to that one house, we had to cup down. I was like, I'm cool with that, man. I don't want to go back to those houses, bro. Like, nah, I feel you. But I, I would figure if you if you're selling out, they put you in a room. That's just I'm just I oh, just yeah, say yeah, shit. Yeah. So I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean. So they put me in whatever they had. So yeah, yeah. So I, I figure you, you know, you bring him putting butts in the seats. They'll put you where you want to be put. Maybe, but uh, that's that's the key. That's the key. Putting their ass in the seats, bro. Oh yeah, that's, nah, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, they're running a bar and a restaurant, and and, and that's they'll the, make their they, money. They want they want the asses in the seats. Yeah, you be. I, will, I that was one of the things after I looked behind the curtain of comedy, man, is how little being funny has to do with comedy. Um, that's why it's always like it, it's much better to be able to sell tickets and have videos and stuff than it is to be a super funny comedian. Because I consider myself. To be halfway decent, but I can't sell no tickets, so don't nobody. Everybody like who the fuck? <laughs> Which is crazy though, because you got you got the whole thing on on Facebook, and I feel like you I feel like you get a big following that comes and watches that show. That little mm, oh yeah yeah no we we get we get a probably average about eighty thousand views for every one of those videos. Right. So, you know? but that's what it is. It's like it's it's lightning in a bottle. You either catch it or you don't. It's a lot of people out there with exposure, but they're not hitting. I don't know what it is about me. But I be I got eyes on me, but it ain't hitting. Soon as soon as you suck dick as a kid, you are <laughs> you know, four million people want to see. It's actually five million, but we, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but, I, I understand. I understand what we're trying so to get at. He, after each show, he gets a little over a hundred people that line up to take a picture with him and get an autograph. Mm. So they'll come by the merch table, and I and I like to talk, I gotta slow it down. They've been waiting, but I like to talk to them, ask if they like the show. I know they like the show. They're coming to buy something from me. If you didn't like the show, you're going to walk the fuck out. And they'll come up and I'll ask them, oh, you guys TikTok fans or stand-up fans? And they'll be like, well, we were TikTok fans. Never been to a club so before. So you're a stand-up That's fan funny. now. That's, That's what like, I was saying. That's how I hear come out. So yeah. you're a stand-up fan now. That's like, yeah. funny, bro. Anyway, but I'm getting the... I'm He's going to nail me with my lines at the merch table right now, dude. He's like this, man. You're going to have to rewrite those merch lines, Jared. Uh, That's not quite cutting the... Yeah, man. They uh, And then they get excited, bro. They be like, they come up shaking. They be like, I can't. I, I'm so nervous right now. They just sit there. Even like it'd be like thug ass niggas. Like, bro, you. I had this one big ass. I was telling them, big ass black dude came. I look like he's in the military. He came up. He said, "Man, I ain't gonna lie. You got me through the pandemic." I said, "I appreciate it." He goes, "No, you don't even know." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Just take the picture, nigga. I hate crying, nigga. Just smile with me, bro." I'll get that many, but every now and again, you'll get. I get because I because my dry bar will have people yeah. showing up. Uh, it'd be. I mean, like. Groups of like fifteen, <laughs> not hundreds, but <laughs> but that it's, it is it is a little surreal when you realize how how much you affected somebody's life. That's intoxicating, man. To to say that I created something that somebody absorbed and like affected their life. You know what I mean? Like that's 
that's dope. Like that's that's dope. I had a. I'm talking to uh, Todd Garner right now. He's uh, he produced Mortal Kombat. He produced uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop, and he wants to turn it into an animated series. So the, the gay kid, the whole yeah, that's impossible. The gay kid with the blanket. No, it, but you don't know if he's impossible. gay. He's not gay yet. He just, he just wants to fuck everything. All, yeah. This this kid's he unisexual. This we kid will fuck a stump a right now, dude. To convince somebody else. Or are we talking? <laughs> are we serious or what? not? <laughs> you know what? Here's it, the thing: Paramore's fans don't like me, bro. Like, no. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I I've done shows with Paramore. We like I said, we was going for a whole month. The first one was good. We went. We started off at like the main club, and I felt good. He even came up. Dude came up to me after. Was like, hey man, that was that was great, man. Uh, hopefully, we get you back. Then after that, I felt like it was all downhill. Yeah. We had. We went to one. Where uh, all of a sudden a group just gets up and leaves, <laughs> but, and 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 the, and the manager goes out like everything cool. They're like, yeah, yeah, we just came for uh, Mike Paramore, and he's just a little too raunchy for us. So they sat outside they in the lobby <laughs> during my set, set and came yes. back in during my set. Yeah, now, mind cool. you, same club. I'm up front, and this chick is drunk, and I'm telling her like, yo, she's drunk, and she's like, I'm not drunk, I'm not drunk. And then Paramore goes on stage, and he looks at her dude. He goes, Where's your girl? She goes, she's drunk. <laughs> and the crowd just erupts, right? So now we're outside. She's upset. And she's like, she comes out. She was like, uh, you are hilarious. I love you so much. Then she looked at me. She goes, you aren't funny. And Paramore got on me for this. But and mind you, I'm drunk. I'm, I'm upset because you, you talk a shit. I let it go so much. And then I was like, it's cool. I ain't funny. You're a six at best. Let's call it a night. Paramore goes, why would you say that, man? You know they get mad. Just let that shit go. I said, no, I'm here, bro. So now I walk away. I call Kenny. I'm on the phone. I'm like, bro, this chick just sitting there going off, talking about I ain't funny. I told her she was six. I turn around, bro. She's in a dead sprint. Mind you, we are on a balcony. We're not even, we're not even like just down on the floor. Yeah. It's this long balcony outside. I'm standing against the edges. She just running. And I'm looking at her dude behind her, chasing her. I said, bro, don't let her hit me. <laughs> and he swooped her up. Like, fuck hit me. Don't let her get close. But listen, I, no, I, honestly, I honestly, in my mind, I was like, the only thing I can do is step aside and let her fall off this balcony. Right? That's the only option I have. Because I'm little. She might hit me and knock me out. Now I look dumb as shit because this chick just beat my ass on the stage. So, uh, but this, but that's still make he's being paid to be there, and it's this chick who's drunk trying to forget about the third kid she had with that one dude that she don't talk to no more. And this dude's just gonna cuss, like, why let her let her vent, let her, right. let her live. Let her have a story. I went to the comedy club last night and cussed, <laughs> yeah. You about so to collect, watching. you about to collect a check, and she gotta go home with that dude that she came with. Like, that's <laughs> you say that, but I feel like if she'd have been like, oh, you're so funny, and then she looks at you and said, you was a funny. I don't think you'd be like, oh, vent, let it <laughs> out. <laughs> no, I would have. I, I, to me, when I you're get attacked, I think you're the rifter. But I love that though. I would have. I would have went. I would have went back and forth with it. But it, I would have tried to do it in, in a, a, a funnier way. Yeah. In a funny way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason just abandoned. He turned. I don't know. In Jason's mind, he was standing outside of a bar as soon as she said something. Because he was. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like you didn't try to make it funny. He was like, you know what, bitch, fuck, fuck you and your period. I'm, I'm like, what? what? Why are you? <laughs> Listen, I think that's wrong. I think she she, she could have she could have been nicer about the situation. I think she could have. He is threatening this chick's life, and I'm like, she's just belligerent, man. Let her have it. You can't argue with drunk people anyway. They're invincible. Yeah, yellow. Yeah, but they, still. they don't, and they don't need logic. I've I've had some I've had some encounters with drunk people, boy, yeah. and I'm just like, 
we're not having the same conversation. Like you, the things that you're responding with is, has nothing to do with what I'm saying. You know, and I've talked to people and I'm like, whenever the comedian engages the audience, then it's game on. Yeah. But I have to explain to them, I'm like, do you realize how much timing goes into this? People that go to the shows, they don't really understand the whole, co how it works. Yeah, the fact that, you know I mean? You're up there and you're like, I got a five minute joke, a two minute joke, a three minute joke. And then I'm going to add, the, you know what I mean? To get your time in. And then you got somebody piping in and you got to deal with that. Now you're like, oh shit, I got to cut that five minute joke. And I need to, in your mind, while you're, <laughs> while you're rimming them, while you're going at them, you got to, in your mind, be like, well, that joke's gone. So this joke's in now because well, you got to time it out. You can ask Jason. That's my favorite part. I actually love that. I know a lot of comedians want to go up and do their set. But the less amount of my material I have to do, to me, that's a successful set. Yep. I go yeah, up on stage. Yeah. I go up on stage. I got to do an hour. I do five minutes worth of jokes if they let me, if they give me enough material. Because I'm not going to dig into the crowd. But if you say, if you start it, that's a that's six minutes I ain't got to worry about. Because I'm I'm lightning into you for like six minutes. And, and I'm not going to be mean about it. I'm not going to be starts, mean. This is my pressure parent when he goes on stage. First thing he does, he laughs three times, Nick. I swear, he goes on stage. <laughs> he, he walk on stage. He got to my He be like, <laughs> 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 Let me tell you, I, I don't want to be here either. <laughs> He'd be looking for something to say. And no, and I, I, bro, I used to hate it, but now I, I do it every time now. Because, because, so me, uh, uh, Jason has a very relaxed energy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's hilarious, but he has a very relaxed energy. So when Jason leaves the stage, people are not, oh, yeah, let's do this. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, that was good. They're kind of chill. So when people introduce me, they're like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I got to go up on stage and be like, okay, listen, you motherfuckers, listen. <laughs> it's not going to go like you think it's going to go. <laughs> but in fact, that's what he said whenever uh, the, the people left. He went on he went on there and told them, hey, like, just so you guys know, this ain't TV. <laughs> oh, this ain't, like, I got to be clean on the dry bar shit. Like, this, so I think he was letting the crowd know. Like, I know, oh, boy, says something. That's what it's down for. So... <laughs> The, the the most recognizable thing I've done in my career so far is dry bar comedy, which is a clean comedy network. I started as a clean comedian, so I could do that all day. But when I do live shows, I like to just flex, let it hang out, and just go with the flow. Like I said, I don't I'm not a dirty comedian, so I don't write dirty. None of my jokes are dirty. But when you start, you know, talking to real human beings, it can go left often. <laughs> So that's what I do. That's what I like doing best. I'll, I'll let the crowd dictate where the show goes. So it, it get it, it get it get nasty yeah, yeah. sometimes. So good. you'll have these, you know, like I said, you're not a lot, but you'll have these group of people at every one of my shows that mm -hmm. came because they saw me on dry bar. And I, I just had to let them like, hey, uh, one second. Uh, <laughs> when y'all coming from Sunday school, say <laughs> what you want. I'm gonna let you know right now. Listen, uh, <laughs> the, the the thoughts and views of of, of dry bar is not reflected into this set, <laughs> so <laughs> I had to let them know, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. But that's another bit that that you get to bring in, Jason, is that you're like this. TikTok removes all my shit. Yeah, they yeah. ain't taking this shit down. So you know, so I started saying this for this because here's a weird thing. So I be I think because of the fact that Derek's this little gay kid, right? That I get these fans coming out. I get a lot of gay fans, and I'm just going, oh man! As soon as I do this joke about the dude in L.A. that was that was a guy dressed up like a woman, they're gonna turn on me, man. So I'd always say that now. After that, I'll say TikTok can't take this shit down. Like I'm trying to offend you, and they just they clap. 
they'd be like, hell yeah, TikTok can't take this shit down. They know about that shit. Because it was just crazy. I, we did a Nork show. We did a David Lee show before we went on the road. I was like, let me just do a set before I went to do Hilarities. So uh, I did it. I didn't mention TikTok one time. And you could see the whole crowd waiting. They was, I feel like they was mad when they got off stage. They was like, some people were like, I was hoping you was going to have like, like a screen and had like Derek on it. We pulled out three huge suitcases of merch going to Toledo and somebody on the balcony was like, that better be Derek Blunt, Adam and Chad in there. I was like, oh, they're going to be mad as fuck. They think I got puppets and shit. <laughs> so but I, that's so dope though, bro. Just to show up to a comedy club and have people uh, full, the audience full of people that want you. Because that, you can chill. You don't got... I got I got to fight sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You, you people want to see you. You open your mouth and they're like, "Oh my god, he opened his mouth!" <laughs> you know, what I'm I just seen him in the crowd like, "Yo, there he is, right there!" Like they turn around like there. Kenny was on stage in uh, in uh, Tempe and they was they turn around, "Hey man, can we get a picture?" Like they didn't even give shit. He's on stage. They just turn around, like, "Come get a picture with us." <laughs> I was in. I looked at Jared. Jared walked up to say something. I think he said, "They take a picture of the show," and I just went back to the thing. But that's the thing about me. You know, I'm gonna walk around and do my set all day. Paramore's in a mall fucking shopping. That's all he does on the road. And I'm, 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 just, in, I'm just in the lobby going, okay, one more time for me. <laughs> so I can't do that anymore. I'm in a, Hilarities wasn't bad because they have me at back so you can walk around and not be seen. But like anywhere else, we were in um, Toledo. I tried Toledo. to walk outside. I walked out front, walked around the corner. As soon as I started walking on that side, a lady came out the restaurant. She was like, hey, we're going to your show tonight. I was like, oh, I got to go back inside. I thought I could <laughs> I thought I could get comfortable outside. I still can't. I'm saying, because I, I would try to, when me and Jason was out, I tried to, like, encourage him to, like, you know, flex a little bit, relax, you yeah. know, talk to somebody, look somebody in the eye, you know what I mean? It's that nervousness. It's that, it's that, right, it's that because chill. he has the energy for it. Yeah. Like, he has a chill energy where... He could have a conversation with somebody and it'd be funny and not offensive and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So I was like, man, you just, you know, when I tell you it, it, it looked painful when he tried to do it. Like he would like, <laughs> you mean like the crowd work and shit? Right. Yeah. Like he would stop, like he would stop. You could tell when he stopped his joke <laughs> because it would be like, he would, he would be doing his, uh, his, his mannerisms and then he would just not be Jason anymore yeah. and like look somebody in the eye. You could tell, I don't want to be doing that. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I remember, remember right. I told you though, I said, just turn into Jason, bro. Drop yeah. the set. And just turn it and just start. I told you I like did that one. Yeah, yeah. But it's like this. I'm doing this joke. I'm doing. I mean, I'm like, ah, he's like pew pew on the crowd. crowd, crowd. <laughs> then I just thought, hey, so what do you do for a living? <laughs> and they, they'll give me the perfect thing too. And I won't be ready for it. They'd be like, oh, I'm a prostitute, but I'm also a doctor. I'm like, oh, crazy. And I just go back to my. Set. Yes, bro. Listen, <laughs> you ever seen that nervous laugh when you catch a dude doing something he ain't supposed to be doing? <laughs> That's what he looked like when he's done talking to people and about to go back into a set. He's like, That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> right back to it. But you don't even know. Bro. But that it's, shit's it's, changed. That that it's, has it's changed. A complete, listen, it's a different set. It's a complete one eighty because I've learned that. Plus, I love the fact that I would check my watch and be like thirty minutes in, but only like twelve minutes into my set, and I was like, oh shit. Cause I'm doing all the TikTok extra shit. So then uh, with the TikTok, that was the easiest thing. That's what helped me out because people would just yell shit out about it. So then I could say something about it and they would crack up. So then I started, so then I do this whole thing about what I did during the pandemic and building that up. So I just started when I was done. I was like, yo, that's what I did during the pandemic. So what do you guys do? We'll start on this side of the room. And then that <laughs> for the first person is always nervous, like, uh, but then people start yelling shit out. Like, I worked. So I went to this lady. She worked, uh, she worked like at, at an auto parts store. 
So you know, normally it fucked me up completely, but but she looked like she worked at an auto parts store. She clapped when I asked who had tattoos. I'm like, this bitch got the barbed wire. <laughs> she said, "Jigs." <laughs> so I was I was able to keep fucking with these people, and now I I go to the open mics and I try to do a lot of crowd work instead of that. So it helps. And that's what I was saying. Uh, that what will help you with that is if you are observational instead of Q and A. Like like while you doing your jokes, survey the crowd. See mm-hmm. what you see. I'm sure you'll see something that's weird, <laughs> stupid, yep. annoying, like whatever the case is. Like I'll, while I'm doing my jokes, I'll scan and be like, oh, okay. She fucking up those wings. Uh, he is wearing cargo boxers for some fucking reason. Where, where's all? <laughs> where did you get shorts that short from? Um, you know, I'm I'm looking at stuff like, okay, her. I'm gonna say, okay, her. And then it takes the pressure off the interaction because I'm gonna say something, and the first thing I say is funny. Yeah. So now everybody's rocking with that conversation. I ain't yeah. got to worry about it. But with Q and A. Your question isn't funny. Their response isn't funny. So you better be funny on that third one. Yeah. Or you just having a conversation at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now we just talking. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to start doing that because you're right. I, yeah, survey thing, that room. I also, I, but I do survey a little bit because I was up there. There's a white dude up there. His hair looked like he ain't combing <laughs> at all. And then beside him was a badass chick with like uh, bright pink hair. And it reminded me of that, uh, like the bubble guppies from the, from the cartoons. So I was like, this bitch look like a sexy ass bubble guppy. I was like, I never want to fuck cartoons so bad in my life. So the day was on that. So I went to him and I moved to this black dude that was a big, and you know, I got the shit with the small shirt with the guys I fuck with. So I was fucking with him. So no, it's been working. I haven't got to really a spot yet where I said some crowd work and it just died on me. I've been able because to work it out. it's not gonna happen. You, they're there to see you, so yeah. they're gonna be enamored by anything. Do, so yeah. that's why right now is when you need to put the most effort into your set because you're gonna be, you can become a shitty comedian very quickly mm. when everybody's just there to see you. Because they're going to laugh at anything. They're going to laugh at whatever. And you get a real crowd, they're going to be like, that was shit, And then bro. can't nobody tell you nothing. You can be like, yeah, I'm funny as shit. And then, then comics yeah, see your set. Funny. And like, you're going to let me open up for you. And I'm like, Jason, that second 15, throw that shit out. <laughs> Why the fuck did you? <laughs> but yeah, work. this is where you need to put the like work on the set the most because these people are not they're biased you know what i'm saying they're yeah. here for you so that that's the that's a dream when you can go and sell tickets and you don't have to worry about working i can just be me and everybody's gonna love it because they already know me or love me for something bruh that's the life right there man uh, and then um so like i said kenny's late for everything so i uh i take this this well they were taking a photo i was standing by the elevator waiting they came around the corner as soon as they came around the corner i said your nigga's fired just don't don't even take your shit out the bag, bro. Just put it. And so I got uh, fired three times the last one, so, which is good run. Yeah, because Toledo, I think I got fired like five or six times. So Jared sends me the video, so I post it on my on my story. I was hit up by three comedians to take over Kenny's spot. So sort of, I swear to you. A, you guys might know there's there's Heather J H. Uh, she came through hilarities to do the um spot. Oh yeah yeah. Um, then there's uh Patrice DeVoe. Mm. And then um, tsunami. She's from. She's like from around here, and they all three hit me up and asked me if uh, they could open. I get a lot of people hitting me up, man. I'm getting a. <laughs> Have I was you seen any of those people? Um, I only know Patrice because you know Black Ron. Mm-mm. It's like uh, he he does this pod. He does this podcast. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> he did this like little Zoom thing, so I was on there. She was on there. Um, Heather, no, I just know her from Hilarity. She came up. Tsunami's a hustler, boy. She she saw me. Uh, I did um, this really. I ain't gonna call it crappy, but 
she it was in her hometown and uh she saw me and she was you know trying to feature for me on the road and so like, she be she be hustling boy <laughs> she be like can I'm like I've never seen you do jokes before why would you ask me that like I don't know <laughs> see I wouldn't say that because I and think you're gonna, gonna be send mad it to me. you're gonna yeah. be mad if I don't want you to bring clothes with you that's all I know about you <laughs> you got on tight clothes right now that's the only thing I know about you is you half naked all the time so if I say yes to that. Why you think I'm saying yes? Yeah. That's so dumb. Like, at least say, why don't you come see me and do a show? Yeah. I got a show tomorrow. If you're in town, I would love for you to come watch yeah. me do a set. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like people be setting themselves up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I never ask for a video because I'm like, what if they send me the worst video clip? Now I got to come back and let them know that it ain't funny? Yes. So I'll be like, nah, don't even, don't even I never volunteer, but I always tell me, don't ask me because I'm going to be real with you. Don't, don't ask. I'm never going to volunteer because that's not my place. Oh, they want you to be real. I'm, but I'm like, don't ask me. I've I've broken some people's. See, I had, a, I had a dude hit me up the other day, want me to send him, a, want him to send him a, his video in. I was like, man, listen, you just gonna be mad. And I was already hated on earlier by another comedian who supposedly said that me and Kenny was at an open mic and we walked off. They said he was on stage. They said me and Kenny walked by and left because he was killing the room so bad. He said you could see it in Jason's eyes on the way out. Oh yeah, I think Kenny told don't me even about say that. I mean, we can say that, but don't say it on this. Yeah, yeah, but we say that after. But I don't even know if he knows him. But he was like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even look at me, bro. He just, he was getting off stage. He said he dadded me and just kept walking. And you know what's so crazy? And I'm gonna say if we can leave it alone. He wasn't though. I mean, we was all there. It was just, it was just normal open mic bar bro. shit. And it was weird that you would flex like that for no reason. And even if you was killing. The bar, bro. Who gives a fuck? And I did crowd work for three minutes, bro. I did three. I, no, I did, I did one joke. I did a joke about how I was in Tampa and this, bro. People come up weird, bro. I <laughs> promised you when Tampa dude came up, he said, bro, that shit's funny. My wife loves you. You are a favorite comedian. I said, I appreciate it. He said, hey, man, kiss her, bro. <laughs> and then I looked at oh, him and, and she was standing right there. He's like, for real. I was like, nigga, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm listen, my whole set, my whole persona, aura, whatever is about dating, and I study psychology and all that stuff. So I, t I talk about all that on stage, bro. When I tell you, I get the weirdest stuff after shows, I'll man. I've been invited to orgies, all types of crazy stuff. I did. Uh, I was in um, Temecula, California, doing a casino, sexy little casino too, and um, it was this chick's birthday. And I'm doing my, it was a bigger girl and a smaller dude. She wasn't like obese or nothing, but she was bigger than he, he yeah. was. You know what I'm saying? So I, I pointed it out. I'm like, bro, I don't, I, you got to use a rope pulley system to fuck her out. <laughs> How do you, what is your bedroom set up like? Because you got to get a running start to get in her prison. Like you can't even. Broke his heart. Who's holding her legs open for you? Because you not, your body's not strong enough to hold them legs open. So I'm just, I'm just teasing him or whatever. She's like, it's her birthday. Uh, it's her birthday. And I'm like, well, happy birthday. And um, she was like, I'm like, what y'all doing after this? Am I the only, am I the celebration or y'all doing something else? He was like, well, actually, we set up this, uh, we rented this house and we're going to have this big orgy tonight. And I was like, and I laughed because I thought he was playing. I'm like, see, I like it when the crowd come back with stuff. Uh, that was a good one. He was like, no, I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when everybody started laughing. I still thought he was playing because his timing was spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> so See, I still thought he was playing. After the show, he handed me a card. He was like, listen, his girl, he was like, he was like, uh, yeah, she, I'm like, 
I was playing along because I, I play along. I don't cuss out people like <laughs> like Jason Banks. So I'm playing along. I'm like, listen, I can't go. No, I, the only reason I would go is for her. And if she don't want me there, then I can't go. And um and he just he had her on a string. They like they do this. Like they live that lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like he was like it's okay. Express how you feel. She was like I really want you to come. <laughs> then she pulled out a titty. She was quiet the whole time. Yeah. She was quiet the whole time. And he said. Go ahead and express how you feel. She lit up like like somebody flipped a switch. Like the way like they let the dog off the chain. They said, "Go ahead, go, 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 go. Like she was alive. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> and when I and when that happened, I was like, I was like, fuck her. I want to know. I want to talk to you. Yeah, well, how, how you do that? Yeah. How you get that going like that? Bro, listen, let me holler at you, bro. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to know how you get down. Like, how did you do that? I wish I would have Andre right here. Hey, there's Bobby. Tell me how you feel. She was like. Tired? That was yeah. No, I guess I guess some weird stuff, bro. Because you know me, I'm and plus like I said, I you know I engage. So by the end of my set, people feel like they know me. They like, oh yeah, me and Mike cool. We like, and let me get your number, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, nah, yeah. I, I bet you get crazy stuff because like I said, people come in there for you. So they that comfort that I have to build throughout my set, they show up with that. They show up like, oh, I know this nigga. We see my friend. Bye. Go see my friend yeah. real quick. It's so insane. We had uh, we had two chicks in uh, hilarities, man. I thought you was gonna be hilarious. Be honest with you, I saw. I shit. was. I was on the. I was on the. I was going to, but I was on the road. I ended up getting a call. I was in. Um, I was in. Where was I at? Uh, I think Pittsburgh Improv. I can't remember where I was at, but it was a last minute call to fill in for somebody. Uh, a headliner that fell out. And they hit me up, and I had to go. But I was definitely coming through. I was definitely is that, coming is through. That, uh, is that Levity, that book's improv? Um, No, not anymore. Not that one. Not, they don't fuck with me, bro. No? No. Well, because they independent, though. If you hit them up directly, they will. Well, no, they actually hit me up first. It was it was um uh, Aaron, I want to say her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hit me up. She was like, hey, you, um, the Hollywood improv is about to open back up. He's going to see if you want to come through. So I sent her to Joe, right, my agents. And he immediately just hit me back like, nah, they was the only one. Cause the other clubs, bro, they give me some of the best deals. Like mm-hmm. so, uh, they, they were like, "No, nah, not this club. This club was like straight. We're just giving this flat fee." And he might just like he's selling out shows. They're like, "What's well, his first time coming through?" So he just took him off the list. He said, "We ain't doing Irvine, Palm Beach, none of that shit until." Well, like, I mean, I feel like you want to get into Hollywood though. Like oh, those, those are the will. ones that you take. Those are the ones that you take a little bit less for because you never know who's gonna be in that audience. He said, you, "He said, don't even worry you about it." You fucking rock a movie deal doing five minutes there. <laughs> like, like seriously, I, there's dudes who are, don't have a lick of talent that made a career. Um, uh, Brandon T. Jackson. Brandon T. Jackson was doing comedy for maybe five months. In California, when somebody saw him on stage and was like, "Oh, you know what? I got a role for you." Then he ended. I think it was Roll Bounce or something like that that led into you know Percy Jackson and now this nigga. You know what I mean? Now he's famous and can't tell a lick of jokes because he got famous too early, too yeah. fast. You know what I mean? But man, you better go do Irvine, bro. Listen. He said, "Listen." He said, "Don't worry." He said, "Just give it three months," and he said, "They'll give you the deal." His his intentions is about your paper. Right. Your intentions is about your future, nigga. Go do those clubs. Well, what man, are you talking did. about? You can't you can't listen to everything management say. So that's so that's the agent, right? So then he also said he got he got uh, a manager from Brillstein, which is actually like uh, Gaffigan and them's uh, manager company. He's like this dude wants to manage you, but he was like it's up to you. He goes if I was you, I'd get a business manager to figure out what I should do with my money. But if if 
I wanted a manager, man. I, I could get another manager and do 10% to the manager. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good idea because, to be honest with you, he's pretty much doing what a manager does anyway. Like, he has he has my ride picking me up from the airport, dropping me off. He takes my information. He has everything settled. So I don't even know what I would need a manager for. A manager, uh, uh, an agent gets you gigs. A manager manages your career. So a manager's is going to say, I'm, I think you should do this late show, and then we're going to do this club right after, and then this interview on radio. Like, they, they don't give a damn about your stage. They actually hope that you don't go on the road a lot because they want you in one place so they can put you in that commercial audition. And that, they manage your career. Like, an agent just gets you paid. So I, I don't know if you want a manager right now because I don't know what your direction is or what you want your direction to go in, but... I know for I know for a fact you should do damn Hollywood improv and Irvine and, like you know what I'm saying like yeah. you you should be in those spots. And I got people from Cal. Every time I post my schedule, they're like, "Still no California." I'm like, "Nah, man." And then I, I got to turn down other gigs. I'm having issues, bro. I got one dude who got a club. He is. I don't think he's happy at all, man. And that's because I, I had the issue where it's like I could have done his club, but then my agent's like, "Listen, if you do Tacoma." The Tacoma Comedy Club, they also book Wisconsin, this, 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 and this. Where if you just do uh, Super Funny, he's like, there, there's that's the only club there is. Mm-hmm. So so then I was like, all right, cool. And then he hits me up, man. He's like, hey, man, we're giving like great offers. And he keeps turning me down. What the f-? I was like, oh, shit, not to sit there. I track practice and talk to him for like 30 minutes about this. No, you just you tell him the truth. Like, my agent, my agent is involved and he don't think it's a good idea. I'm down. I love you, but... My agent don't think it's a good idea. But you You gotta be real. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm too nice of a guy though. That's my problem. I've seen you turn people down in the rare run, bro. You can part of the rare run. Yeah, you got Not on stage, like friends. Like, <laughs> oh, outside, yeah. yeah. That's because they come around messing around. Man. When are you doing uh when are you doing Miami? Uh July twenty third to the twenty fifth. That's what's up. Yeah, man. You ever done uh Chuckles? Where, well, Memphis. Oh no, I haven't been to Memphis. Oh, they have two. So that one's Jackson. Yeah. You done that one? Yeah. You like it? It's okay. Uh, but I, I know you're not huge on like uh, big urban clubs. Is that not an urban club? Yes, but I, I it was one of those things where like um like a a bunch of the stuff I'm doing now because of the pandemic and stuff. It was one of those spots where he just caught me at the right time. Like I didn't have a good excuse. Why not? Other than saying, nah, nigga, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, cool. Thank you. So, so if it if it's enough money and blah, 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 you just can't say, nah, I don't like your vibe, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, so I went and did it. But I mean, I try to stay, you know what I mean? I try to, for, for a similar situation, I don't want to burn an area on something I can only do every 18 months and yeah. I only can mess with you on that. You know what I mean? So I, I have similar situations to what you were talking about with Tacoma and, and Super Funny. I actually uh, know two people who's doing Super Funny. They was going to introduce <coughs> me to that dude, but I was like, I got Tacoma on the hook. I'm I'm almost in Tacoma. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So I, I could run and headline Super Funny, but I'm right. And, I, and Appleton is a, it's a monster. What's Appleton? Uh, is that um, Wisconsin? Yeah, okay. Appleton, Wisconsin. Okay. And Tacoma and them. They, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice club? Apple it's small and but they treat you well and the roof comes off that place when you get a good laugh. Yeah, okay. It's it's Appleton is not it's small. Don't get me wrong, don't see the lot. May maybe 150, a little less, but man, you're gonna walk up that stage feeling like a superhero. Yeah. Man. 
Yeah. I got yeah, I gotta, I gotta do Appleton, man. That's how I felt about Tempe. Tempe was a good laugh, man. I, I walked in one time, let me see what Kenny's doing. I walked in, they laughed at one joke, I walked right back out. I was like, that was good. That's all I needed to hear was that that loud laugh in the front of back. It was beautiful. But I don't I don't, I don't like the fact that you gotta uh you gotta walk they got like another green room right beside the stage. So you walk out of your green room, then you walk through the crowd, then you go into another green room and just sit there beside the stage. So so I so I don't yeah so I don't look I don't look forward to Syracuse at all right because once I go into Syracuse's green room you've done Syracuse mm-hmm. I'm just in the green room once you once you open that door bro you right in the I middle don't care, of the, but I, I it never really I was like I did so it anyway it's just right next to the stage like yeah it's like so it's like uh, picture picture the green room just leading. I, I wish I, I could bigger, better place, but you know when you're walking down that aisle to go to the Funny Bone, Columbus's Funny Bone stage, mm-hmm. picture that door being right there. Like you open the door, you just right in that aisle. You just everybody's looking at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's so like, you walk out, you walk out of that door, and the whole audience is right here, yeah. and the stage is right here. So like, if you walk out of there to go to the bathroom or just go get uh, put an order in or anything, you got to walk past everybody. the entire yeah. crowd to go to the back because you in the front. Yeah. <laughs> you in the front, front. Syracuse was horrible because I opened. Well, it was good. I was opening for Jeff Die. But there was one show where he wasn't there. They were like, Jeff's not going to be here for this day, but do you want to come and headline? And we have a, a... No, I wasn't even headlining. They're like, come and feature for some guy who... who I don't know if he was a magician and he, and he read minds as well. He did all this shit. And he had everything on stage. And they were like... Uh, I was like, you're leaving all that on stage? They were like, yeah. Bro, I'm talking about table over here, a table over here with three glasses already there, car spread over here, and all I could do was just stand in the middle of this stuff for 30 minutes and do my set. It was the worst set I probably had on the road, bro. Yeah, I want to – how do I get in the rotation, man? I want a feature. Should uh, I send you a tape? I'll send you a tape. Yeah, send me a, send me a tape, man. <laughs> send me a tape. I'm humbled in the mud, bro. I'm humbled in the mud, bro. Straight face and everything. I'll send you a tape. Don't worry about it. Send me a tape. Right now. I'm humbled in the mud, man. I don't really listen. I, comedy will, in a hot second, put you in your place and remind you where your pecking order is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and so my greatest quality is that I put on one hell of a show on stage. Like, I, I've no doubts about that. If you give me a mic and an audience, you in good hands, right? But that's like fifth on the list of shit you need to do to it's make so it a comedy. Sad, <laughs> And you know what's crazy is I used to send my clips. I used to be like, bro, this is a killer five-minute clip. And I would send it to these agencies, bro. I would send it to all of them. I'd be like, listen, if you just watch this. And then I, I never got – I got one response one time. They was like, hey, we didn't get a chance, but we'll put it in the thing. We'll let you know. And then I think I got an email like three months later. Like, hey, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it yeah, was an audio man. recording, bro. It wasn't even yeah. – <laughs> hey, hey, check that out. And now, bro, after that, I, as soon as I got signed with UTA, ICM hit me up. Mm. They hit me up again just today to be like, hey, man, uh, just congratulations on getting verified, and I hope your shows are going amazing. So I was like, damn. So I looked up ICM. I was like, oh, shit. You know if you type in, like, the top 10 talent agencies in L.A., ICM and UTA is coming up? I have to tell people that, too. I'd be excited. But like, you got an agent? Yeah, with UTA. You know, you know that talent agency. Listen, type it in, nigga. I don't, you got to Google this shit. It's real shit, guys. That's dope, bro. Yeah, man. So, yeah, can I get in the rotation, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, send me a tape of all new material, man. Who's <laughs> and then, uh, who, you be, who you be taking with you for real? Uh, I, Kenny been on the, all the other ones I've been on now, and then Bobby's gonna jump on. I just got I got the whole team. So let's, this is what uh, dude from Nate Jackson from Super Funny today. So we after we had this conversation, uh, you know my excuse, which was a real excuse. Listen, I'm brand new to this, so I understand. But he's hit me with your offers, then he's hit me up again with new offers and telling me which offers would probably be the best for me. 
And so then he just was breaking it down like, listen, this is what you need to do. I mean, he broke it down from even stuff I already knew that I just let it go. You don't fuck the surfers, right? I said, bro, I'm married. You ain't worry about that. No, you don't understand. You ain't been on this road. These women's crazy. He was like, when you get to the club, be the last nigga in the club. Don't walk in first. Let all you niggas walk in first. First dude walks in, ask where his green room at. Everybody, you just fall to the green room. Right? He's breaking all this <laughs> shit down to me. Oh, because he know. He, so he, he, got, said, he got some calls about some clients. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, bring, bring your... Um, <laughs> Bring your whole crew, man, and and you'll just feel more comfortable. Cause, but you know, Nate, he he does comedy though. You know, Nate Jackson. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's actually on Young Rock right now, man. He plays Junkyard Dog. I thought that was cool as shit, bro. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, yeah, so he's like, just bring the whole crew. So I was like, that's it, and it is a lot more comfortable, man. Nothing more comfortable than being nervous and got Kenny over there even more nervous than me. <laughs> and Jerry walking around got everything we need. You ain't got to worry about it. You just be like, nigga, I'm nervous, I'm hungry. So you, Jerry's you like, yeah, we need steaks. <laughs> no, Jerry just he just I, I just I take care of business behind behind the scenes. He sells the, the merch and then he's, he's I, I, I sell the, the like you know I, if he's walking through a crowd, I walk with him. If he ain't got security, I'm pushing people off. I'm no, like bro, like we had to really, walk through. He really had to push he, people he, off in Tampa. Deflected yeah, conversations. Yeah, no, you need that if you're selling our shows. Yeah, no, I mean we're coming back out we gotta get up there to the sign the people were coming at him i gotta yeah i gotta nah, i gotta push him off give that. him the business so you know they got a host oh, like they local a host? Okay. yeah we, we actually called my agent and i put a host on every show besides ohio and bobby was going to do those and then when bobby gets on the road then we're just going to figure it out from there how we going to handle it <laughs> i think it'll probably be better if we just did like a I don't know if it, I don't know if it should be 15, 25. We just split it up at the <coughs> beginning where it's just like two strong sets, two smaller strong, like two 15 minute sets. You don't get 30 minutes out of the way. Then I can go up and do an hour and be an hour and a half show. But we'll figure it out somehow. That's what's up. Man. Now Kenny will say that he's fine with whatever's fine with that. Yeah, whatever's fine. In, with in, me. In, until you until you're his minutes. roommate. And and the sun's about to set, and he'll tell you. Yeah, I was thinking. I don't, I don't know. You know, I'll be. Yeah, man, man, well, yeah, Kenny, I kind of like my spot. Kenny like the crowd, man. Like Kenny, yeah. Kenny, don't want like he'll he'll. I think if it's me, all three of us, Kenny would prefer that I go first, so that way he could kind of see what shit is about. You know what I'm saying? And then also too, if I'm the if I host it. You know, Kane don't want to be belting up and down, up and down. I really don't give a fuck. I like Paramore saying, man, just give me a microphone. That's yeah. Whatever place you put, I'm just going to wild out and just be myself and goofy as fuck. But even... Even even with, with, with Jason and Kenny, when I'm out with them, I, I kind of became the gatekeeper. And it won't take long and people know it to where they're like, before we go directly to them, they come to me. But listen, man, uh, Paramore's not bad on the road because Paramore... Fucking, but here's the thing about Paramore, he fucking sleeps, bro, forever. I don't even understand how it happens. Like, I promise you, we were in, uh, we did the Boston Comedy Festival, and I would get up like at nine in the morning. I was like, I'm gonna go get some breakfast downstairs. I go get breakfast. I fucking go smoke. I go get in a hot tub. It'd be like 1 p.m. I go up, open the door, pitch black, still in bed, nigga. I'm like, he be, and he, he would look up, he'd be like, hey, man, you can, you can turn the TV on or do whatever you wanna do, man. I'm just. <laughs> Like, I'm not gonna throw a TV on with this nigga passed out. You don't want the TV on because I suck at sleeping, man. I'm I sleep. I don't sleep well at all. Yeah, I'm so on that old man schedule, bro. I go to sleep. I wake up at like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Go to bed at eight thirty nine. That's so obnoxious, bro. That's obnoxious. How do you not kill yourself? But like, I, <laughs> that like, was it though. When we when we got to I, I can't even do regular people stuff. Like it, I, if I try to do regular stuff, it I always fail. I got lost in IKEA. I used to come to Columbus for IKEA all the time, but I got lost in. <laughs> Ikea. I was looking for I was looking for an ottoman, and I just wanted to blow my goddamn brains out. And uh, I got rescued uh, by a Swedish nanny. Uh, I did no. I got 
lost. I got rescued by the Swedish nanny. I was in other. I was in one of the. I was in one of the living rooms. And <laughs> I was in one of the living rooms, and she could look on my face. I don't know if she was a Swedish nanny. I just. I mean, she's a white lady in. Bro. IKEA, so she had to be Swedish. And she had Add a black baby. Set, that's a that's a she had a black baby. So clearly that was a nanny. But she but I was <laughs> I was in one of the limb rooms <laughs> and I was I was lost. I was looking at the pictures and she was like, That's not even that's just a stock that's picture. Yeah, like right. That's that's he, he, he's he's not okay. <laughs> she was like, excuse me. So I'm like, look, I'm I'm looking for the Ottomans. She was just like, like the room of Ottomans. I'm like, I don't I don't do I look like I know, ma'am? I'm in a living yeah. room stuck because it's an ottoman in this living room, so I figure I wait here to the rest of the ottomans. <laughs> I thought this was the only one you guys got left. <laughs> so she was like, No, you need to go around the corner, blah blah blah. She told me I need to go where it literally was just like a bunch of couches and ottomans. I'm like, okay, so now all right, I now I don't look as dumb as I used to. Okay, let's get to work. Okay. <laughs> this is why men should not decorate their own stuff. You need you need a you need a a, a woman, a female that has the patience because I don't give a damn if something match. Me either, bro. Yeah, like right. a like a woman would be like, that's not even the same black. I was like, listen, it's it's about family, okay? <laughs> it's about <laughs> it's the same family of black. Ain't nobody yeah. coming in here disrespecting the shades of black. So you the reason we had four hundred years. No, I'm cut. Like I'm I'm on something else now. Yeah, I, flipped, yeah, yeah, I yeah. flipped out. <laughs> it started about couches. Now it's about oppression. Now you're oppressing us. <laughs> Separate us from the black to dark black. Going, I get it. Yeah, bro. When I buy shit, well, when I was single, there was nothing matter. They gotta say that it, it, it was on a need. It was on a need basis. Fuck what it looked like. You know what I'm saying? If I needed that bitch, give me that motherfucker. <laughs> love seat don't match the couch. I don't give a shit. I'm tired of sitting on the couch. Give me that brown love seat with this orange ass couch. I'll take that. <laughs> It's like, and the people and people will disrespect your stuff in a hot second too. Like a female, like because a female will come in and clean your life up, right? Like, yeah, they do. They, you they be having you be having regular stuff. You be like, listen, I'm happy, I'm I'm happy, yeah. and here you come stressing me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna worry about it because I'm gonna worry about it when I see it. Like them goddamn blinds on match that curtain. And yeah. then, so, yeah. here's, here's what pisses me off. Uh, they come into your crib giving stuff its proper name. That's what pisses me off. And I'm like, I got those is blackout curtains. Like, no, nigga, that's just two sheets where the light can't get through. <laughs> hey, 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 listen. Damn you. <laughs> the point is, it's dark in here where I like it. Yeah. Now, they, now, they now, work, now, now, give me that candle. That's a lighter. Bitch, give me the fucking candle. <laughs> I ain't doing this shit with you all day. <laughs> These blackout curtains got a dark as fuck in here. I need a fucking candle. It's like, put that, can you put that on the TV <laughs> stand? Put that on the TV stand. You mean the broken TV? No, the TV stand, bitch. Why were you just? (laughs) You mean the floor model TV, bitch? That's the TV stand for the little TV. (laughs) Stuff graduates and becomes other. You don't growth. See, you ain't got no growth in your life, bitch. This is why. (laughs) Ever since you came in with that two shades of black shit, it's been going downhill. I hate this shit. This is why you don't have a good relationship with your cousins because you two. <laughs> I start just getting super Take deep for no now. reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Matter of fact, though, enough about us because we. I want to hear because we we've been talking about it. Like, yo, we got to do a podcast so we can hear Daz's story because Daz just hosted for uh, Craig Robinson and got to go on stage and sing with him. And they yeah. were they were singing Office songs the and office shit. And, yeah, I, am, I, am I right in the name? Craig Robinson's Craig the name, Craig Robinson, right? yeah. yeah, the dude from the office. Yeah, yeah, black. Yeah, yeah, that was at the uh, that was at the Funny Bone. They just called me on some, hey, can you come? He was there all weekend. I don't know what happened. I said, yeah, I'll come through. 
And uh, and I got up there. He had an opener. Just you two, okay? Just me. He had an opener on the guitar. He only did a few mo- a few minutes, but then his uh his uh he got he bought a dude, Lewis Dix. Guy's name was Lewis Dix. Funny as fuck. He was his feature. And then I went up. He and then uh, Craig Robinson went up the first night. Was key because you know his shit is all keyboard. You know what I'm saying? But his, his whole set, his whole set, is just on the keyboard and having a good time. But the keyboard for the first show didn't fucking work for whatever reason. So he did about 45 minutes of, of just bullshit stand up, like a mix between stand up and, and improv. But it was funny though. You know what I'm saying? He was just being himself. And then uh, and then the second show, between shows, the nigga come up to me and he goes, "Hey man, do you sing?" I was like, "Nah, man. I mean, I, I mean, I sung when I was in high school. That was a, a billion years ago." <clears throat> He was like, I can hear it in your voice, man. You ever heard of, uh, uh, what's the song I've called? Uh, I've uh, seen skies of blue. What a wonderful world. But he started singing world. it like that. And then I was like, I could do that. I see skies of blue. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to bring you up. We're going to do that shit. And he brought me up. So he did a whole bunch of old songs, man, that I was just feeling. And I was up there just screaming into the mic, but it was fun as fuck. It was it was it was it was more fun than I've had doing comedy in a long time. I've been kind nervous of become as like shit. A, not a burden, but like okay, I got to make sure this shit is going up. But I was just up there just being Bobby, bro, just loud and, and yelling and singing and having a good ass time. And then he did that. I see these guys and they went crazy, bro. That shit was, yeah, that shit was dope as fuck. Yeah, I saw the pictures. He looked. Exhausted, nigga. He, he looked fucked up. He was drinking. Oh, was he? Oh, God. <laughs> he was drinking heavily. <laughs> on stage, just having a good time, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he was fucked up, and he was cool as fuck, bro. He um. Some people came to the green room, and they went back uh, uh to the hotel, had some drinks, had a good time. Uh, at the bar, I went home. You know, I'm old as fuck, bro. Took <laughs> yeah. my old ass home. Bro, but, uh, but yeah, we exchanged information and uh. He, he he encouraged me. He was like, "Man, you gotta get you gotta get that shit in the set, man. You got you got pipes, and people just like that shit. So why not use it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Not pipes like I can sing good. I can just imitate people loudly. Yeah, That's yeah. really what it's about. You know what I'm saying? I wish I had a niche like that. People are always clowning niches. I'm like, man, if I <laughs> if I had a good if I could play the guitar or yeah. something like that, I would play the shit out of that guitar. Music. I was thinking about trying to teach myself how to because I understand music. I taught myself guitar a little bit. I could probably teach myself. Yeah. Some of them is bad though, but uh, I, I enjoy Josh Wolf's guitar. You ever see him? He pulled it because he usually does at the end because he doesn't want to be known as that type of comic. Okay. But at the end, he'll pull up the guitar and he plays a song that is like uh, it's his version. It's a parody of uh, "Patience" by Guns N' Roses. Mind you, I've never heard that song, and now it's like one of my favorite songs. And even when I hear it, I don't even hear their words. I hear his like they're saying just a little patience. But in my mind, I hear Josh Wolf saying. Blowjob and a sandwich. I'm like, nigga, that's that shit. I love this song. Just a blowjob and a sandwich. Oh, bro, it's, such, it's, it's so good that I tried to Google it to find him doing it online, and I can't find him doing it online, but it's very entertaining to me. The only problem with the instrument is that you, it, it automatically taps into a certain part of an audience, so you just get lazy, and you're not funny no more. You just... Kind of humorous, yes, yes. Cute, and especially when you, especially when you got that even. same chorus where you go back to the chorus, like, okay, we heard this part, so we'll listen to it again, and then just sing those words you think are funny, but no one's gonna keep cracking up throughout the whole song. Yeah. Oh, Mike Berbigula, uh, Ber- Mike Berbigula. I never watched. See, here's the thing. But he, 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 he ends a lot with the. He pulls out a guitar, and he's got a number of bits that he plays with the guitar. He's got some. Yeah. He's got some funny ass songs. But once again, like you said, he waits till his bit's done. Yeah. He pretty much thanks everybody for listening to jokes, and now I'm gonna play you a couple songs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just getting I'm just getting hip to some of these really good comedians. And who is the comedian you talked about that does the uh, 
that does the door thing about the uh, the map song or like uh, uh, Brian Regan, bro. That's oh, yeah. Regan, I, I, dude. I was cutting the grass. I was cutting the grass one time, and I was like, "Yo, I'm just gonna put on Brian Regan." I'm usually it's always a black dude, right? I'll go like to Pandora and I'll type in like uh, Carlos Miller, and they'll just play like <clears> Carlos <throat> Miller and DC and Gerard Carmichael. So this time I was like, "Let me do uh, Brian Regan." I have never laughed dude, so yeah. hard. It's a different kind of funny. Bro, man. he is so clean funny. It's yeah. crazy, bro. I was dying at the shit he was saying. Brian Regan is one of my favorite comedians. It's been one of my favorites for a long time. I just love the story. I love storytellers. Stories. I love storytellers. I love Bill Burr, Brian Regan. Uh, watch, have you, you know who Todd Berry is? He kind of a no. lower, he kind of a lower C, uh, under, he an underground kind of dude. Um, but Todd Berry is just it's so funny, bro, because he's he's one of those dudes that he will isolate something somebody did dumb and just milk it for like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like like he'll say somebody asked him something in the deli and then he'll just go on these renditions of possible answers. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's like a uh, do you want this toasted? He's, and then he'll just go on this. He'll answer that question like forty-seven different ways, and you're just like, "Oh my god, nigga, stop!" <laughs> I want to. I want to look him up now. Yeah. I've never heard Todd Berry, bro. I'm telling you, Todd Berry, bro. It's like, do you want this toasted? He's like, uh, "Bitch, I look like I toast my sandwiches." <laughs> Uh, yes, after you toast it, can you cut the edges off? Uh, I would like to be tucked in right after immediately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he'll just and he'll just go like that. It'll just be those kind of things, just like over and over. It's like this oh is a white guy or black guy. I, see, white. I think I got his, his head in my his face in my head right now. No, you're thinking that you're thinking of Todd McComas. No, nah, yeah, Todd is. Um, nah, he's funny. <laughs> That's not who's in I my see, head at all. I see. Okay. And um, I'm trying to think of who else. So Bill Burr, Brian Regan, Todd Berry. I just love Bro, storytellers, probably man. My, he's probably, he, he got to be in my, like, top three. He definitely is in my top three. Bill he's Burr. probably my number one because he, he just rings out. Nobody can ring out a joke like he does. Like, he'll just ring it out. Like, it. once you, 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 you be like, oh, he's got to be done with yeah, that. Yeah, he's got to yeah. be done with that topic. And he's not. Like, he, he got seven more just, minutes. Oh, my gosh. And it's almost like he's not being nothing on stage that he's not, and that's what, at least what I feel like, because not only do I watch his stand-up, I, I watch his interviews, I watch when he just, like, he just seemed like this is just who this dude who is. is. It's kind of, it's, it's the same, it's the same sense, it's the same man, bit. Like when he asks a question, he goes, eh, yeah. Yeah, man, the dude does not, it's almost like there is no switch, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm an exaggerated version of myself on stage, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Bill Burr is just... He was just yelling at the people in the yeah. back. And, 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 and the curtain just opened. He just yeah. kept on going. And plus, he got the podcast, the Monday morning podcast. It's the same dude. I mean, the, the now dude. I know I probably said this before because anytime anybody brings up Bill Burr, I always ask the same exact question. But did you see his Philadelphia rant? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bro, that's the best. You seen it too? Oh, yeah. He's, Bill Burr is my, my favorite comedian. I saw his stuff. Yeah, Bill Burr, he, he's the type where what he's talking about he really feels yeah. like right. it's not he he felt something yeah. saw something and then took a pen out yeah. it's not oh i gotta write with and my friends like, yeah. and it's all yeah and it's also like it's also like look at listen to this ignorant shit i've seen today that type of shit it's like you can just talk to this motherfucker for hours 
and have him explain just the dumb shit. He said, you racist piece of shit. <laughs> he, said, he said, you guys got a, a statue of a fake boxer here. He said, meanwhile, Joe Frazier is from here, and you guys don't give a fuck. You got this fake-ass white guy who's not a real boxer. And I was like, that's crazy. He was just getting it. Yeah. And, and then minutes But look, he's counting down the minutes, and at one point he goes, hey, I'll be selling T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I bet you if you ask him, that's probably one of the funnest shows. Yeah, yeah. Because when you stop giving a damn, yeah. oh, my God. There's something liberating about that. Bro, yeah. listen, that was one of the things when I, because I was always a people pleaser, right? And when it went in, the, and when I got into comedy, it was, it was more of the same. So I was always very much conscious of who I would be upsetting and what I'm saying and blah, blah, blah. And I had this one show that the Dayton Funny Bone, I'll never forget it, when I first, like, early in comedy. And I, when I tell you, I, I think I was closing an off night, an open mic or something. I did, like, 20 minutes. And when I tell you I got, like, a, almost a standing O from everybody, like, I, that set was a, still to this day probably one of the best sets I ever had. Murdered, right? Mm -hmm. I walked off thinking, like, everybody loved me. Everybody loved me. So I'm outside. I can't remember what I was selling. I think I had um, the hugs and stuff, T-shirts at the time. And uh, this lady walked up to me and was just just mad, just irate. Like, I want you to know I didn't appreciate none of that. Like, I was flowing, so I don't even remember what I said on stage. Because you know me, I've, I'm not scripted, so I don't remember what I said. But she was like, I was not happy. You, you should not be. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, I was still invested into audiences emotions you know what I'm she was a six, that bro. wrecked me <laughs> so that wrecked me right and then that's when it clicked a hundred percent is not possible never right? i don't care what you do possible. so when i realized that it was like a weight lifts off my shoulders and i start having so much more fun on stage because i'm like if i'm not trying to connect every person with the person sitting next to them yeah. i can have fun and yeah, it's yeah. not work i'm just up here like Let's see what we can get into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's see what we can that's get into. Once you realize, once you get that realization that 100 percent ain't possible, man. Listen, if you please 70, percent that's about the best you're gonna fucking do. Man, listen, absolutely 100, percent brother. I can't believe that lady had the, the courage after hearing all that laughter and everybody else is agreeing. The courage to walk up to a motherfucker. They don't you suck a, tonight. Yeah. Man, bitch. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, do you know where you, you are? Where did you come from? <laughs> Dane's opening back up soon, man. Uh, do you know Richmond was getting a, uh, they're getting a whole, they're getting a balcony, and they're going to uh, they're adding a draft cage. Like my dude, um, my dude, he was the doorman for them. Hit me up and sent me pictures of what they was doing. Um, it's a couple of clubs with some dope renovations. Uh, Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento is a dope spot. Um. That they doing a whole bunch of renovations. Go bananas in Cincinnati is doing some yeah, renovations, and and uh, Richmond. Is Blake's heading to Richmond too. Is he? Who? Blake. Blake from Columbus. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, I think it's just to get him back on on foot. I'm not sure if he's staying, but I know he's going down there for a little bit. Soon yeah. Up. Yeah, man. I I haven't. I I kind of got stuck in the middle with the funny bones, so I ain't I ain't did a funny bone in forever, man. I miss the funny bones though, but I ain't did a funny bone in forever. I don't know who's booking the features anymore. I think Stroop doing it all. Oh damn! So he's super annoyed because <laughs> he like because he like because <laughs> you know they're they're about tickets. You know what I mean? So they'll, they'll I can't sell no tickets, and he was like, "You can't sell tickets." That's what I love about Stroop. He's so upfront. Yeah. Most people don't like him for that, but I love it for that because I 
like I don't think comedy club bookers realize we don't want to email you either. Yeah. Just as much as you don't want our email, yeah. we don't want to send you an email. Just tell me you're not gonna mess with me, yeah. and then we good. Like me and Stru- I had dinner with Stroop. I had lunch. I loved Stroop, and he he said um, he said you can't sell tickets, so I can't headline you everywhere. At but nobody wants you featuring for them. Like. Nobody wants you feature. So what makes you think I'm gonna let you feature then? Well, you fam, and plus you. <laughs> so what? But so you gonna smash? I'm not gonna, no, no, that's you know what, what I'm saying. Did? You know what I did? I uh, headlined Columbus just one Thursday, bro, and fucking Bender was there, and I let him do five minutes up front. Worst mistake I ever did. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't even. He didn't even come out like, yo, he the headliner, so I'm just gonna do five minutes, have fun. He came out. He did the fucking stuttering joke. He was hitting them with the hard hitters, bro. To the point, you know how sometimes they go up to the feature and they're like, hey, you should have been the headliner. They were saying that to the five-minute guest spot. <laughs> like, bro, you well, should have been. Audiences be all on that bullshit because they don't understand comedy. They don't understand that headlining is an ebb and flow. I got to bring you up, let you come back down, bring mm. you up, let you come back down. When you featuring or you just doing a spot, you could just just put a string of punchlines together and smash. Yeah, yeah. If you're a half-decent comedian, that don't mean you can headline or that don't mean you was funnier than the headliner. If I was to go on the road with you, that, that would be fun. I wouldn't be trying to wreck, like, Anytime I'm featuring, it's usually because I'm auditioning, because I have a I have a bunch of clubs that I headline, and I just stick with those clubs. And you know, when cruise ships get back going, I'll jump back on ships and all that. But if I'm featuring, it's usually the audition. I'm not auditioning for for the spots that you're already because they not they don't know me. They're not fucking with me. They any headliner that brings a feature, nobody fucks with them, <laughs> unless the headliner says, "Hey." This is a headliner. I brought him so you could see him. Okay. Unless the headliner vouches for you at that club, nobody's paying the 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 comedian the headliner brought because they brought you to sell tickets. They don't give a shit about me. So if I was to go with you on the spot, I would just chill, hang out. I wouldn't be trying to smash because I'm not auditioning. You know what I mean? I'm just having I fun. Would, listen, here's the thing. I still get the nerves. So I'd, I'd be the first guy to come up to you like Paramore. Listen, change the plans, bro. You are headlining tonight. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're ready, bro. No, she's trying to start. You're trying to start a riot. Like you ever listen? I've I've done a two man show with someone who sold out a room of people wanting to see them, and every minute I was on stage was an assault on their senses. Like every. <laughs> Every minute I was up there, they were like, hey, um, can you not be up there? Because we trying to get to my day. Right. So, so, yes. So, listen, here, help me this, because I'm getting a lot of people asking for guest spots, right? And uh, I don't even know how to tell them no. Matter of fact, my agent was like, uh, he had somebody from one of his, he had one of his clients, but it was like a podcast dude, but he does stand up as well. And the podcast is huge. And he was like, he wanted to do some time, but I told him, I didn't think you really wanted someone. And I didn't even say anything. I just kept walking. And he never asked me again. I got people hitting me up. Uh, they wanted to do that Arizona. Somebody wants to do Dayton. And it's like, I want to tell them no because I did one guest spot. I don't know how we all, because who the fuck asked the host asked for a guest spot? And we He just came in like, brought his boy up to the room. Hey, man, yeah. this is my boy, man. He does, you think he can get a guest spot? I said, the fucking nerve of the host that asked me in front of his own but boy. These, but these kids don't know what they're doing. They just, they just I got I to gotta get, get somebody else in. He wasn't thinking Nothing about that shit. That's not some shit one of us would have done uh, in our early days. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have been hosting and asking the headliner if I had. No. I mean, I would have went in there without like, "Hey, my dude's here." Yeah, I'd have probably like, "Hey, man, stop fucking shit." But point being is, you could tell when Kenny hit the stage, they were not happy. 
The host was up. He borrowed a guest spot. He went back. And then here's the thing. Kenny's from Columbus, so you have to get him. You guys ready for your next act? From Columbus, Ohio. Kenny, they, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So I could tell. So I was like, I didn't want to do guest spots because they just, the crowd gets mad when the third comedian gets up there. They're like, I still got to sit through somebody else. And he's not even doing the quick five minutes you just seen. He's going to be up there for a minute. So now they're really upset. So yeah, I want to turn down I, guest spots, but I don't know how to do it in a nice way. I, I've never had a problem no. with guest spots because I can I can use it if he's funny or if he's not funny I'll I'll just use it uh, when I'm on stage and I'll say something about it um, or if I do let it happen it'll be I'll tell whoever asked me it's like well he's taking five of your minutes yeah because I just don't want the show to be longer I don't care who's up there I just wanna I just want thirty to forty minutes in front of me I don't care how that's divvied up y'all do what y'all want to do I don't care. But long, nobody not over that. So he's not adding on stuff. If he go up there, he's taking your time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have a built-in. You got an agent. You got built. You're just like, listen, man, I, I used to do that a lot. I was real free with my guest spots. I let everybody get up there. And then my agent told me I had to stop doing it, man. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Oh, that's you got to escape. Yeah, you oh, throw God. the agent right under yeah, the yeah, bus, dude. Agent. That's why he's you, getting you paid several, for. You throw him under the bus. assume you have a staff. Like, you, got, yeah. you can just throw imaginary people up under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's actually, that's actually great. The <laughs> manager said it was another. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving a random. <laughs> Which guy the back room guy? Who's the back room guy? I don't know, nigga, but he told <laughs> me to tell you. And here's what's funny about being in your position. And I, I have fun with this. I, I actually discovered this on accident. Nobody's gonna ever question you, so you don't have to make sense. Yeah, yeah. So, so nobody's gonna. <laughs> you don't even have to make sense. I mean, I don't want you to get. I want you to stay humble because that's how you're gonna make it. But everybody else sees you as up here. So when I come in as a headliner and somebody, I tested it out a couple different times, and so somebody be like, "Hey, Mike, um, just want you to know, my dude want to have a guest spot. Like, listen, my dude Israel coming up, man. He been oppressed and he gonna do some stuff. His girlfriend told him he had to be out the house. And this is only five minutes he have out the house, so I don't think he gonna come. But I gotta leave the spot open just in case he show up. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sorry, but I can't even. And he like, <laughs> so he'll look, he'll look. I mean, okay, thank you. Like, <laughs> in his mind, he wanna be like, can I stand by the stage? And then you say either Israel or Jonathan, whatever comes to you. <laughs> The more detail you give, the less questions you're going to get. Because people, they're not going to listen to the whole story. They they, <laughs> they heard no, and then they heard a whole bunch of other stuff. So this is how it's going to work for me next time. Somebody's going to come up to me. Hey, man, um, listen, do you think I get a guest spot in uh, Syracuse? Hey, man, listen, I would, but my agent said he really want me doing guest spots right now. Hey, listen, bro, we listen to the podcast. Can I get a guest spot? <laughs> I, get, I know the story. <laughs> oh, yeah, but my agent heard it, too, and he told me. <laughs> he said that's exactly how I feel. Don't be doing those guest spots. How long we been on here, Jared? I have no idea. It take us out anyway, so we can go to jump with drink and do an open mic. We do an open mic. We going to the Red Rock. I'm, I'm not going. I got. I got. You a punk? He's got a thing to fucking do. You a you a punk ass boy? Hey, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not gonna lie. It's probably by my house. If it wasn't by my house, I don't know. If you, if it was downtown, it's <laughs> even downtown. I'd probably be like, no, I'm cool. But since it's two minutes away from my house, I'll be there. But you know what? If I, you it, want a guest spot on Mr. Banks' show, you're going to have to go through <laughs> Jared Belinsky. That's me sitting here this evening. I've been your host. I'm the gatekeeper for Mr. Banks. Been sitting here with Jason Banks. Thank you. Kenny Mox, fell in, stunt double, Mr. Paramore. Uh, to me, that's what Kenny Mox sounds like. The whole time. <laughs> and Mr. <laughs> Bobby Dodds. <laughs> That's not the Kenny. It's a Kenny thing, right? Uh, All right, divers and skittles, go to bed. So when's uh, Haley's what Friday?
Um, first show is actually tomorrow. As a matter of fact, speaking of, 